Good morning. I'm Earl Stewart. I welcome you to Earl Stewart on Cars, a live talk show all about how to buy, lease, maintain, or repair your car without being ripped off by a car dealer. With me in the studio is Nancy Stewart, my wife, co-host, and a strong consumer advocate, especially for our female listeners. We also have Rick Kearney, an expert on how to keep your car running right. I dare you to ask a question that Rick can't answer about the mechanics or electronics of your car. Also with us is my son, Stu Stewart, our LinkedIn side space through Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope. Stu is also the Spymaster Director of our Mystery Shopping Report. He dispatches our secret shopper weekly to an unsuspecting South Florida dealership. And now, on with the show. Welcome to Earl Stewart on Cars. So here we are on the last show of uh, 2022 and uh, New Year's Eve. Um, boy, we've been on the air for a long time. Uh, we, we, we've got some folks out there listening to us that have been with us for decades, literally, almost uh, two decades anyway. We started out many years ago uh, for a half an hour, mm-hmm. and we've expanded through other, a new owner of the radio station. Now we're two hours, and... Uh, we recently expanded uh, into South Florida. Now we're reaching down to Broward County and even Dade. Uh, we're streaming. Uh, we're streaming on YouTube. Earl on Cars uh, is uh, youtube.com forward slash Earl on Cars. We're also on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Earl on Cars. So we're, we're all over the world. Uh, uh, we focused basically in the Florida area. Uh, we do a lot of mystery shopping reports that a lot of folks have never heard before, never seen. We do something very unusual. We visit a car dealership unannounced uh, with an undercover agent who goes in to pretend to buy a car. And uh, what you uh, read about or what you hear is really quite startling. We find out and we confirm that car dealers just haven't joined uh, the 21st century. And now we'll be talking uh, uh, in the... 2023, they're, they're still just about the same. We're seeing gradual progress, and we take a little bit of credit. We like to think we're somewhat responsible for the turning over of the new leaf very slowly by car dealers. Um, we are, uh, we're getting more and more dealers coming into conformance on disclosure, but we're still the majority are not doing it right. Uh, by the way, if you want to check to see a car dealership, uh, that is doing it right. You can go to EarlOnCars.com, and we have the good dealer, bad dealer list. Uh, it's something we compile from actual data. We don't just guess. Uh, we hear you vote every week on our mystery shopping report, and then we vote, and we put the passing grades on a recommended dealer list. And we have the better dealers with A's, very, very few. And we have the very bad dealers Fortunately, there's very few of those, too. Uh, very bad. A lot of bad ones, but <laughs> the very bad Fs are, are minimal. And they're on the do not buy list. If you, if you get an F, if you fail, we won't recommend you. But on the list, we're there. I recommend, by the way, if you're thinking about buying any car, stay away from the do not buy list because these, these car dealers really, really did a bad job. The ones that are on the recommended list we score from A to D, and uh, if you can get an A, take an A, not a D, but they're still on the recommended list. We grade on the curve because car dealers 
are just lagging in the way they uh, do their job. And uh, therefore, if we did a straight A, B, C, D, and if you made a mistake, then we would fail you. Uh, you wouldn't have any place to buy a car. So purpose of the show is to enable you to be able to buy that newer used car. And in the United States, uh, if you want to buy a car, you got to buy it from a dealer. You can't buy it from the manufacturer, except for Tesla. That's the one exception. So here we are, about ready to head into 2023. Uh, looking forward to a great show closing out 2022. And great shows come from you, our listening audience, not from us. And uh, we, uh, we humbly accept the fact that your ideas are what make the show. We've got some amazing callers out there that call regularly, and we have some amazing new folks that call. We particularly are looking for lady callers, females, and Nancy Stewart, who is sitting to my left here in the studio, uh, she's a champion of you ladies out there, and she has brought you together. You've always been there for us. But you haven't been verbal. You haven't called the show. And Nancy Stewart has been able to rally the female troops so that we're now at parity, 50-50. Uh, about half our callers, texters, um, YouTubers, posters are, are ladies. And we appreciate your input. You have a unique spin and view of life. And um, males have a unique view and spin. You put them together. And that's what brings the world together, and that's what brings the economy together and the entire car industry, retail and wholesale. Uh, to reach the show, we have an old-fashioned telephone. <laughs> I don't mean, you know, the kind you see in the pictures, you know, on the, on the wall, where you put your uh, receiver up to your ear with your hand. That's not what I'm talking about. People don't use the phone much anymore. They text, and they uh, post, you know, social media. Um, this uh, the past 20, 30 years has really turned everybody into, you know, the the, the, the chat rooms and the, all the modern way of communication. But there's something about a phone call. There's something about the uh, you you feel you feel the person's uh, pain. You feel the person's happiness through their voice. And our telephone number. Love for you to write this down. Eight seven seven. 960-9960. That's 877-960-9960. You maybe have a question right now. You might have a thought. Maybe it'll materialize later on in the show. And when you do decide, have the number handy. 877-960-9960. Now, Nancy Stewart has got a laptop, and when the phone calls come in, the producer... Uh, we'll shoot the call up with the name and the location of the caller, and we prioritize that. So if I'm speaking, or Rick Kearney, who is our certified diagnostic master technician, answer anything about cars, mechanically, electronically, um, if you have a call for any of us, um, we will take that call. We have five lines coming in. We don't want you to have to wait a long time. Sometimes you do. We try not to have that happen. So Nancy will wave at me or punch me in the arm or, or say something. We will get to your calls ASAP. So we want you to call, but we know some people, a little bit timid, you know. Some people don't want to be on the radio. We probably have 20,000, 30,000 people listening to us or watching us, maybe more. So 
if uh, you'd have, like to text us, we have a text number. That text number is 772-497-6530. Text number, 772-497-6530. And that way, if we miss your text right away, we will gather them, and before the end of the show, we'll get to them. Normally, Stu Stewart, my son, he's, he's out ill. He has some issues with his back that he's getting fixed. And uh, when he gets fixed, he'll be back in that chair right across from me. But right now, uh, Rick Kearney is doing double duty, duty or triple duty because he's watching the YouTube, he's watching the Facebook, and he's watching the text. So he's got his hands full, plus he's a mechanical genius on cars. So if you have a question about why our car's not running right, instead of going into a car dealership and getting hosed and taking advantage of and, and uh, overcharged, you might have something that you can fix yourself, or he can tell you how to fix it, or he can tell you, hey, maybe don't worry about it. So just call in 877-960-9960 and ask for Rick, and he'll answer your questions for you. Now, I'm going to turn the mic over to Nancy Stewart, my co-host. She, she founded this show with me many, many years ago, and she's been with me ever since, and she has a very special Unbelievable. You know, if it's too good to be true, it's not true. Here we have something that's too good to be true that is true. She has an offer for you lady uh, listeners and also a very, very special one for our new audience that we just started a couple weeks ago. We've opened up the True Oldie Stations in South Florida, in Dade and Broward, and we're in, in Delray, Boynton, Pompano, Fort Lauderdale, uh, all the way down to Miami. So if you're down there, she has a special super offer for you lady listeners. Nancy, the mic is all yours. Well, go, good morning, recovering car dealer. Thank you. I have an offer for you. Okay. Would you like to hear it? I love I would like to move over beside you mm-hmm. or come over and sit in your lap. Do you oh. know why? Why? You have a beautiful backdrop behind your chair. Ooh, I I'm jealous. See it. I can't see it. Jonathan? All of our viewers can see that, right? Jonathan's responsible for that. That is spectacular. Okay, enough of this uh, teasing. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to our last show in 2022. I have to say, first and foremost, you definitely have motivated us for sure. You've inspired us. I could go on with the adjectives, but you get my point, and we have a bit of a restriction here with time. So a big thank you to everyone, and looking forward to 2023 with all of you. And, of course, the platform here, uh, I work amongst some great people, great men, I should say, and uh, they all add to the show Uh, They know who they are. And a big hello to Stu and wishing him a speedy recovery. Now, uh, uh, the offer that uh, Earl was speaking of earlier is um, we've we've expanded our our viewing audience, and uh, it's just been amazing uh, the the, uh, number of counties that we're reaching now, which is Broward, Martin, St. Lucie, uh, Glaze, Hendry, uh, Indian River, Okeechobee. Uh, so this morning again, we're going to continue from last week, and we're going to offer uh, the ladies uh, the first two new 
lady callers from Broward, from Broward, $100. Give us a call toll-free at 877-960-9960. And, uh, of course, uh, as usual, uh, I have $50 uh, for the first two female callers. And that could be Palm Beach County. Uh, it is Palm Beach County. Again, that number is 877-960-9960. Fantastic mystery shopping report we have. You definitely, uh, I, I have been saying this for the last 52 weeks, 52 weeks, Yes, that's how many mystery shopping reports have been done. But this morning, I say it with passion. Stay tuned for our mystery shopping report. You don't want to miss this one. So that's the big teaser for this show. Uh, also, again, uh, the, uh, the, the impact that uh, women have on this industry is uh, not to be shrugged off, that's for sure, because it means financial disaster financial disaster for the car dealer so with all of that said stay tuned and relax and stay with us for the next two hours you're going to enjoy this show 877-960-9960 text us at 772-497-6530 and don't forget your anonymous feedback.com now back to the recovering car dealer. Oh, excuse me, we have a phone call. We're going to go to Mel in Boca. Good morning. Yeah, hello. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the show, Mel. Yeah, good morning. Thank you for taking my call, and Happy New Year to everybody here. Thank you. Thank you. We're ready for you. What's your question? <laughs> well, I have two questions. Uh, and, and uh, <clears throat> Basically, the first question is um, I have a daughter who's in college she's uh, 20 years old she's looking to buy a car so i just wanted to find out maybe there the best way to go by no nowadays uh, there's shortages with everything and uh it's uh it's not easy to to find any i guess deals out there but uh, if any pointers that anybody would have uh be, I'll be all open ears for it well Mel, um the um Way to buy a car and a college uh, person or anybody, uh, young, younger people today, uh, are very, very good online. And we recommend that you um, do your shopping. In fact, if, you, if, you, if, you're, if you've got that ability, go all the way to buy a car online. Uh, a few years ago, that wasn't possible. Um, it saves you a lot of aggravation. Um, the fact that you found this show uh, will give you some um, advantages, too. We have a good dealer, bad dealer list that we uh, add to and, and, and update every week on the show. And you can access that at earloncars.com, just the way it sounds, E-A-R-L-O-N-C-A-R-S.com, earloncars.com. And right on that home page, you will see a, a link that takes you to uh, the car dealers that we've mystery shopped who did well or bad or medium we have a list of uh, good dealers graded from a's all the way down to d's now we have a list that you should positively not buy a car from and those are the uh, do not buy list and those are the ones that failed um that's one way to start then choose a dealer that is um selling they make a car that you want to buy and go from there then get online and uh 
try to get the best out-the-door price on the car. Out-the-door price definition is a price that you write a check for if you were paying cash. You might want to finance, but if you were going to pay cash, uh, you, the amount of, that you'd write the check for in hand to the dealer and drive the car home, uh, that's what you got to shop and compare with the good dealers and better dealers. You're in Boynton, so you'd, uh, you've got a large number in the Boynton, uh, Delray. Boca. Oh, Boca, yeah. Uh, the, the whole South Florida area, we have a good list of uh, choices. So uh, if you're looking for a new or used car, um, uh, you have a, a, a wide choice and do your shopping online. Right. Well, you think it's online. Um, yeah, I'm just, um, you also have to go in and test drive some of these cars too. But uh, I think we were narrowing it down to actually two cars. Either that there's a, a, a Corolla Cross, as, as it's a new vehicle that just came out that like it's like a SUV, I guess, and mm-hmm. and then of course the old standard Rav Four, <clears throat> you know, either one of those. I was thinking of, that would be because we're more or less Toyota people, you know. Yeah, they're both they're both good cars. I, uh, you know, I, I I hesitate to recommend a particular model over another model. I always defer. I call it my Bible: Consumer Reports. And uh, you can check that out online, too, or you can get a hard copy, go to the library, pick up a Consumer Reports, and their annual auto issue is, is valuable. But every, every month, uh, Consumer Reports comes out with a new update on their, on their car dealership recommendations and the make of car. So uh, uh, each car offers different people different things. And if you're, you know, if you're looking for a particular type of car, uh, I would go with Consumer Reports. They don't tell you just one car. They give you um, recommended, and you know, I, 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 I kind of would say the same thing I do about car dealers. I would never buy a car from a car dealer on our do not buy list, and I would never buy a car, period, that was on the Consumer Reports uh, not recommended list. Because when they recommend a car, they take into consideration price, maintenance, reliability, uh, safety, um, all all the important factors, and you can't go wrong with a recommended car. Now, if you really want to fine tune it, uh, they they grade the car too. So if you're looking for a a, a Nissan Rogue, you might want to go to the one that had uh, you know the, uh, the that had the highest rating. Uh, but anything on the recommended list with Consumer Reports, you can't get hurt. Right. Is there any discounts for college kids now, or you don't know? They don't, they don't do that anymore. Very little. Uh, the discounts are, are... We're seeing discounts coming back. Uh, if you'd... Uh, we'd had this conversation uh, three or four months ago, you'd be paying five, six, seven thousand dollars $7,000 over MSRP, and maybe even higher. Uh, today, uh, the prices are coming down. Um, the prices are approaching MSRP. Uh, sticker price and Roni label. Uh, matter of fact, uh, the car dealership that we mystery shopped, and we'll review that mystery shop at the end of the show between 9.30 and 10 Eastern time, uh, we go through the mystery shop. That car dealership was advertising that they would sell cars below MSRP. Now, I'm not gonna give away the mystery shopping report, but uh, that's become the, uh, the, the, the goalpost, the guideline, uh, as to how much over you can buy a car over MSRP. If you can buy a car for MSRP, it's really a great bargain. If you can buy one a few hundred dollars 
uh, over MSRP is still a bargain. Uh, but most of the cars today are being sold for a thousand, two thousand, three thousand dollars over MSRP, and some of them are still uh, way up there on the five and six thousand. So, uh, the, the the target you have when you're shopping is to find the price closest to MSRP. You probably won't find any below MSRP new cars, and uh, if you can get one close to it, that'll be a, a good buy today. Even better, if you can wait, prices are coming down. If uh, uh, 30 days, 60 days from now, prices will be a little bit better than they are today. Right. Now, I'm on your website. It says, it says Earl Stewart. Is that where Yeah, Earl Stewart Toyota. And then, yeah, and it says new, pre-owned. Where do you go to get that uh, list of mm-hmm. dealers or good and bad dealers? I'm not yeah, sure. yeah we, we, we sell all of our cars at MSRP. The only thing that when you see a price on our website, the only thing you pay in addition is Florida sales tax and a license plate. We have no uh, dealer installed accessories and we have no hidden fees, no electronic filing things, fees and things of that nature. I think he's okay, looking so you don't for have the any dealer fees or something. Yeah. Yeah, no dealer fees. I, I think you may be looking for the gooddealerbaddealerlist.com. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, <clears throat> gooddealerbaddealerlist is at earloncars.com. I misunderstood you. Uh, my website doesn't have that on there. That's my dealership. But the Earl on Cars, if you go to www.earloncars.com and you look at toward the top of the home page, you'll see uh, a good dealer, bad dealer list. You click on that link, and you will go to the recommended dealers and the ones that you definitely should not buy from. Okay. And if somebody came into your dealer and they say, hey, you know what, I, uh, uh, I'm, I've got cash, would I be able to negotiate something better? No, we, we, we if the president of the United States or, or the or the Queen of England uh, came in, or the King of England, I should say, came in uh, to buy a car, uh, we would charge them the same price we would charge you. We don't we don't uh, defer to uh, prestige or importance or anything else. We we treat everybody the same. So whether it's uh, 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 you or anyone else. The price you pay for a car today will be the same price your next-door neighbor pays when he comes in. Now, we lower prices and we raise prices um, uh, based on, you know, uh, whether we're talking about a new car, a used car, and and what the MSRP is because we price all of our new cars at MSRP. Uh, But uh, when we change the price, everybody pays that price that we change it to. We don't make any exceptions. No, you don't. Okay. All right. So basically, so I know that you guys are not charging uh, any dealer fees, just tax and yes. license, whatever. If you're getting a new government product, fees, so. government fees, uh, uh, we don't get that money. It goes to the state of Florida. So, so we right. we, we don't know, count that. So what the other dealers do is they have things they call fees, and that money on those fees they charge you goes to that dealer, and it's profit. It's not really a fee. It's just hidden profit right. to the dealer. So basically, do you have inventory for cars now that somebody can actually go in and you know look at cars and test drive cars? Or is there? Is yeah, Mel, uh, if you'd asked me that question 60 days ago, I would have said no. We probably got 50 or 60 cars on the ground now. Uh, two months ago, we had zero. Uh, we have over 2,000 cars in our order bank because uh, 50 or 60 cars sounds like a lot of new cars, but when you consider the 
uh, all the different types of combinations of colors and equipment and models. It's a very small inventory, but we do have a small inventory of cars now. Chances are to get the car you want, it would have to be ordered today, but we do have a few. Right, okay. Hey, right. Mel, well, um, you know. I, I want to, this is Nancy Stewart, and uh, I'd like to mm-hmm. thank you uh, for calling. And uh, there was one thing that I did hear you say uh, that was really important, and that you said that you needed, you had to go into the uh, dealership to test drive the uh, vehicle that you want. You know something, Mel? That's the only reason you need to go to the dealership, because today there is so much information at in front of you at your pc i'm sure you have one uh for our listeners right now if you don't have one you can just simply go to the library uh but there's so many avenues that you can explore uh to purchase that vehicle uh that you're talking about uh that corolla you mentioned i love it it's beautiful they have changed uh the dynamics of it um, also, I'm not sure if you know how important Consumer Report is. We talk about it every single week. Uh, do you know that they test they test drive 50 cars per year on about 327 acres in Connecticut, and they put these cars through such a test you wouldn't even imagine you would have to take and uh, look at that information on your PC. But Consumer Report is just amazing. And, of course, our show is definitely uh, uh, we 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 don't want to pat ourselves on the back, but we do give out amazing information. So, with all of that said, Mel, um, like I said, thank you so much for your phone call. Keep on listening, and give us a call back and let us know how your purchase went. Right. Well, I, I have one more question. Do you guys have a certainly, that or you don't know? This is a, a, a not a question about car, about uh, buying a car, but I have an older car that I've had for a um, long, long time, for 20 years or so, and this is a two. This is not a, a, a Toyota, but it's a it's a more or less a mechanic question. If that's okay, it's a does it check sure. engine light that comes on? I have no idea what it could be. It's called a P zero one zero six because I do have a check light indicator myself. Um, and I changed the map sensor, and it still keeps on coming on. It's it's what it is. It's a Ma, it's a Mazda MPV 2001, and it has 235,000 miles. It runs good. It uh, looks brand new because it's garage kept all these years. But uh, it's just it's called it's a P0106, um, and that's what's coming up. Rick, well, a map sensor code. <coughs> pardon my voice here. I'm getting over a flu or something. Uh, map sensor code can come on for a, a variety of reasons. If the sensor itself has gone bad, or the wiring to it, or possibly an air leak letting air into the engine elsewhere, um, that causes the system to get confused because it's seeing more air than it believes should be there. Uh, most likely, the cause is going to be either a wiring, if you've already replaced a sensor, I would have the wiring checked because you may be getting some resistance in the wiring and that can cause that code to pop up like that. Okay. Yeah, it, it, it was checked. It was fine. Uh, but I used the, the original map sensor from Mazda. So that was uh, something I was told to do, not the aftermarket. And the right. Comes up. But it might be a throttle body, I was thinking, or an EGR valve cleaning or replacement. That's what somebody else asked, told me to do that too. Uh, it could be. Mazdas may have some issues where that can cause it. <clears throat> um, 
where it's leaking too much. The, if the EGR valve is leaking pressure into the engine, that the, it's getting extra air. The MAP valve, actually what it does is it tells the computer how much air is coming into the engine so the computer knows how much fuel to put in so that it gets the right ratio of fuel and air. And if you're getting in a extra air that it can't account for, then it's not gonna know how much fuel to put in and things are gonna get confused. Right, okay. Well, anyway, I thank you so much for all the help. I know I've taken a lot of time and you've got a show to, to run. So uh, you guys have a great uh, new year and thank you for the, you know, Taking take time to put this show up to, so we can all listen and enjoy. You're welcome, Mill. Happy New Year. We hope to hear from okay. you in 2023. <laughs> 877-960-9960. And you can text us at 772-497-6530. And uh, don't forget, ladies, uh, in the uh, Broward County area, give us a call this morning. You can win yourself $100. That's for the first two new lady callers and uh, for the ladies in Palm Beach County it is the usual $50 uh, first two lady callers I want to give a shout out to uh, Chuck who's uh, watching us in Oklahoma and uh, welcome to the show Chuck uh, now back to the recovery well let me let me say this real quick um, ladies if you want to give a call about your service uh, your purchase uh, your lease uh, you can give us a call, and uh, we can talk about it. If not, just give us a call if you're the first two new callers, and say hello. Now back to the recovering car dealer. I'm going to grab a, anonymous feedback. I, I just noticed on my iPhone, and uh, I've got to answer this because uh, I haven't thought about people's uh, reaction, the fact that we haven't had Josh Stewart on. Uh, the anonymous feedback said, uh, did you excommunicate Josh? Why hasn't he stepped in for Stu? Uh, well, I, I should have mentioned that because we normally do have my youngest son, Josh, fill in for Stu. And Stu, as I said earlier, has some back issues, which he's working on now, and hopefully he'll be back shortly. Josh is um, also works in the dealership with Stu, and uh, Josh is uh, on paternity leave. Now, for you uh, guys my age, you don't know what paternity leave is, but... <laughs> Uh, maternity leave, you know what that is. Josh is uh, home with our grandson, our granddaughter, Maisie. And Nancy and I, are, uh, she visited us yesterday, as a matter of fact. Maisie's one-month birthday was yesterday. And uh, uh, Josh is going back in early this, uh, this coming week. He'll be back in the dealership. But, yeah, he took uh, uh, a month off with uh, his wife, uh, and Chrissy, uh, to take care of... Uh, Maisie, uh, that's M-A-I-S-I-E, in yes. case you want to, rhymes with Daisy, <laughs> and Maisie is one month old, so uh, he's, uh, he's changing diapers, he's uh, feeding, he's uh, doing all the stuff that Papa's didn't used to do <laughs> when I was a Papa, but the world's changing for the better. Welcome to the 21st century. Exactly. <laughs> um, one other thing I want to I want to mention because we haven't mentioned um, your auto advocate YAA your auto advocate in, in a while, and this is a, a great organization, that national organization. They kind of do what we do. Uh, they take care of folks that are looking to buy, lease, or maintain, or repair a car. And if you go to 
uh, join YAA.com. That's J-O-I-N-Y-A-A, as in your auto advocate. Join YAA.com. Check it out. Uh, you really have a vast source of information because there are a lot of folks that give input about experiences buying cars and as far as where you should go to buy a car. And it's nationwide. It was founded uh, by Ray and Zach Shefka, and that's father and son. Really cool. These guys are really sharp. They're, they're, they know everything there is to know about buying and maintaining and repairing cars. But they take the sum total of the input of all of the uh, members of YAA. So if you want to jot this down, join, J-O-I-N-Y-A-A, as in youroutoadvocate.com. You can join YAA.com. And if you've got a question, not only will you get uh, Zach and Ray's opinion, you'll get thousands of people that have been there and done that. They've had experiences repairing their cars, maintaining their cars. They, uh, they chat back and forth. They message back and forth. And it is a vast source of knowledge, unlike anything. It's, uh, it's, uh, uh, we're we're, we're kind of like partners. We, we support YA.com, and uh, Zach and Ray support us here at EarlOnCars.com. So uh, you might check that out. Okay. We are going to go back to the phones, uh, where I'm going to introduce a first-time female caller from Palm Beach County. And uh, um, I love her name beautiful i could say it over and over again forever young forever young welcome hello hello thank you for waiting you have won yourself fifty dollars this morning um this is nancy stewart and uh if you'll stay on the line after we're finished talking uh you can uh talk to mike in the control room he'll take your (coughs) your contact information where i can mail that fifty dollar check Great. Sounds good. Thank you, Nancy. You're welcome. What can we do for you, Forever Young? Oh, I'm not entirely sure. This is my first time calling in. So oh, yeah? I don't. So yeah. you just want to. Uh, do you want to chat? <laughs> I'm being facetious. We don't have time to chat. But I will ask you um, have you had an experience you'd like to share with us in the auto industry? Servicing, leasing, uh, purchasing? Yeah, purchasing a car um i did it off craigslist i didn't know anything about purchasing a car and i didn't really consult anyone and i'd say those are probably all the wrong things to do so well um you know in that case there's 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 always you know your time to come into the dealership to have your vehicle serviced um whatever the case may be but there's so much information at your fingertips for every young and you can really prepare yourself for the next time you walk into the service department or the dealership so that's my advice to you and that is um the the information is overwhelming you can also go to consumer report Um, every single month they have something well that will inform you and lead you in the right direction i want to thank you for your call and uh, extend an invitation to you to continue to listen to earl on cars all right awesome thank you happy new year happy new year to you forever young have a great day 877-960-9960 
or you can text us at 772-497-6530. And don't forget youranonymousfeedback.com. And also we're going to talk a little bit later about Earl's Vigilantes. But uh, right now we are going to stay with the phones and we are... We have a caller from Broward County, and her name is Mariana. Welcome. Is that your? Is that did I sp- did I pronounce your name correctly? Solava. Yes. Welcome. Welcome to the show. You won yourself a hundred dollars this morning. Oh, wonderful! Thank you so much. If you stay on the phone, um, and uh, we're after we're finished talking, you must give your information contact information uh to mike in the control room that's the only way i can send you a check can you do that will do all right very good um so uh what is your call in reference to i'm calling in reference to the uh earl stewart show where you are giving yes 100 hours the first uh, two females who called and uh, regarding the dealership that I went to a few days ago, and I saw no warranty sticker on cars. Oh, that's a, that's great. I'm I'm glad to hear that uh, you wanted to share that with us. And the uh, dealership that you're speaking of, that you went to, Hyundai. 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 Okay, and that was mm-hmm. down in Broward. In Broward on 441. Uh huh. Okay. All right, recovering car dealer. What was the question? Uh, she wanted to share her story of uh, Earl Stewart Toyota and uh, the fact that she had gone down to, uh, that she lives in Broward County and she wanted to go, she went to Hyundai on um, 441. Oh, okay. So what was uh, your experience? So Earl can, he can elaborate on that. Well, I was shopping for a car and uh, I saw a few on the uh, lot outside and uh, most of them had no uh, price stickers on them. And it says, as is, no warranty. Uh-huh. So, so I just turned around. So let me understand. You went, to a, you went to a dealership, <clears throat> excuse me, and what you found on the lot uh, were vehicles, uh, and they had no stickers on them. And they said, sold as is. Correct? No warranty. Correct. With no warranty. Okay. Uh, were they used cars or new cars? They were. They looked like they were new cars, 2023. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, this, uh, federal law says you have to have a Moroni label on all new cars, and uh, uh, unfortunately this isn't enforced by anyone. Uh, it's not uncommon to see this. Sometimes they put the Moroni labels in the glove box or on the front seat. Um, uh, it's, it's just careless because there's no enforcement. I can't remember the last time I've heard of any dealer being uh, fined. It's supposed to be a $10,000 fine. As far as used cars go, uh, as is, uh, that is a, um, uh, again, it's a state law uh, that you have to uh, either have a warranty, which would be specifically explained on the used car. If you don't have a warranty, then you have to state this car is being sold as is with all um, defects. That way, you know you're not going to get uh, uh, any help if you buy that car. It's a car that 
uh, could have some serious problems, and you should be very careful. If you ever buy a car uh, that is being sold as is, you need to take it to your independent mechanic, not the mechanic at the dealership, but an independent mechanic. Have them check it over carefully, because there's an awful lot of things that could uh, really make a car just not worth buying at all. But uh, you always have a used car checked by a mechanic. And uh, I would I would shop around uh, until I found, a, if you're looking for a Hyundai, um, I would certainly uh, shop around at more than one dealership, and uh, I would try to do it online first. Uh, you can save yourself a lot of time. Uh, once you get inside of a dealership, they have control to a large extent. They control you. When you are on your laptop or in your smartphone, and or even the telephone for that matter, you have the ability. You can just leave, hang up, uh, st- stop the communication at will. But once you're in the dealership, you're kind of uh, uh, at their mercy in terms of your time. But uh, keep on looking, uh, and uh, I would check Consumer Reports uh, also before I decided on the model Hyundai I wanted to buy. Hyundai, by the way, does build some good cars. You just want to be sure you get the right model. And, of course, uh, of course, of course. The reason I stopped by is uh, I was uh, just, uh, I live basically walking distance, and I was walking uh, at, uh uh, around that dealership, and I saw nice cars and a lot, and that's the reason I just stopped by and looked at them. And uh, most of them did not have the Maroni stickers, most of them. Yeah. They were brand-new cars, 2023. Yeah, that's that's so not was, good. Uh, that's uh, kind of surprised. That's a, that's a violation. I I would, I would probably try to find a Hyundai dealership that was a little bit more careful about obeying the law, and uh, you should uh, you should not see any new cars without a, a Minority label on there. And if the dealer has any extra charges, they're supposed to be in the form of an addendum label, uh, which we don't like. But the fact that they have it on there at least is full disclosure. But uh, there's in in your in your market. Uh, down there, there's got to be probably four or five Hyundai dealers within a half an hour drive, and I would check out the other ones. But as I say, do it online first, and then if it sounds good to you, what you see on their website, then uh, do some email communication. And if it looks good in terms of price based on email communication, then choose one of those other dealers. But always get at least two uh, preferably three competitive prices before you decide. Of course, that sounds reasonable. Okay. Thank you very much for the call. And, yes, definitely. And, uh, as Nancy said, stay on the line so you can give your contact information to Mike in the control room, and Nancy will send you a check for $100. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. And happy holidays and happy new year to all of you. Same Thank you. you so much. And please give us a call back and let us know, you know, uh, at, at what point uh, you decided to purchase your vehicle. And thank you for building a, a platform here uh, that has become huge for the uh, female audience. Have a great weekend. Uh, we're going to go to Doug, I believe in Boca, and uh, Patricia, please hang on. We will get right to you. Good morning, Bug. Hello. Good morning, Earl. Good morning, everyone. Happy New Year. Thank you. Happy New Year. And Sim and and, uh, Ella say hello, too. (laughs) So I, I basically did something like about five months ago. I did, I put a deposit on a Corolla GR at Toyota of Hollywood, and um, 
that car has just been the weirdest thing. So, so I've been researching the GR, and um, a couple of them came in, and one of them came into uh, a dealership in Tampa. And a friend of mine who lives there went there to see the dealer, and the sticker price I think was thirty. 39 or 38 and um, and they did a thing called market uh, something market value thing market adjustment and it, yeah and the market adjustment are you sitting down was $16,700 yeah that's um that's going on a lot now, Doug. It's a highway robbery. <laughs> it's just, yeah, they're they're basically saying that uh, we think the prices should be a whole lot higher, and here it is. And they put any number they choose. It can be thousands of dollars. And it's, the the good news is there, those market adjustments are coming down slowly, but too slowly, as far as I'm concerned. Wow. Well, the thing is. Um, you know, Honda's doing the same thing with their Type R. Yeah. Um, um, it just seems like this started a few years ago. It's not like it it started uh, this year. It, it's been going on for a little while. But the thing is, whether it's Honda or Toyota, why is it that Honda and Toyota won't do anything about this? And, that you know, they say to me, well, you know, it's up to the dealership. Okay, I, I get it, but it's still... It's a, I, I feel the same way. Uh, I think the manufacturers are remiss in not exercising more effort to control their dealers. Uh, the, the excuse the manufacturers give is that car dealers are independent businessmen. There's a contract that a manufacturer has with a car dealer. They call it a franchise agreement. And if you read it, Oh, it's they're long. <laughs> they're, they're a lot of fine print, a lot of legalese, and uh, somewhat open to interpretation. But um, they basically say that uh, you are a businessman. You make the decisions as to how you conduct your business, and we're the manufacturer. And we build cars, and we sell the cars to you. And after that, uh, they're pretty much hands off. I think they're copping out on that. I think, I think they can. In fact, they used to exert more control than they do now. Uh, they oh. they let the dealers get away with things that are bad, not only for the dealer's reputation, but for the manufacturer's reputation. And I'm with you. I think the manufacturers should intervene. Okay. So, so obviously, if I came to your dealership, you don't do that, but. Unfortunately, that particular car that I want, um, they're, they're just not really available yet. I mean, it could take another six months or maybe even a year. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it, it's a, they, they will, on the manufacturers will, uh, on the air, they'll go on television, they'll go online, and they will say, we don't want our car dealers to sell cars at prices over MSRP. But they don't right. say we're going to do anything about it. They say if you if you corner a manufacturer and you just ask him directly, I've, I do it. I talk to Toyota 
And uh, they say, we can't do anything. We can't tell a car dealer what to sell the car for. And legally, technically, that's true. But I know, and a lot of other car dealers know, that if the manufacturers wanted to, they can subtly influence the dealers to comply with uh, reasonable behavior because the manufacturers being injured, uh, whether it's Honda or Toyota or Hyundai, when a car dealer really offends a lot of customers, uh, they also hurt the brand. They're hurting the Hyundai, they're hurting the Honda, the Toyota brand because if they have another brand, I'll give you an example, Subaru dealers tend to te- treat their, 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 their customers quite well. Uh, uh, they get a very high score from their customers. And so the Subaru car and the manufacturer benefits from that reputation of their dealers. So if the manufacturers had any sense, they'd do what Subaru do, does and encourage dealers to treat their customers with some civility. I agree. Doug, thank you so much for the for the call. I, I can't, we can't thank you enough. And uh, this uh, market adjustment, it, as you said, has been going on for for quite a while. Just another way of uh, a car dealer taking advantage of a situation, and that is a shortage uh, of uh, inventory. Uh, the uh, the micro, all the chip uh, situation. Uh, there, I don't have time to even mention it all. Uh, but uh, thank you for the call, and uh, we all want to wish you a very happy new year. And thank you for spending uh, twenty. 22 with us hey thank you guys uh we we watch you just about every morning with our coffee <laughs> thank you thank Thanks. you international sunrise club uh we love you guys okay uh we are going to go to patricia who is a first-time caller from uh is it palm beach county uh jonathan or is it uh, palm beach okay uh patricia you won yourself fifty dollars uh, this morning as a first-time caller from Palm Beach County. And if you stay on the line and uh, talk to uh, Mike in our control room, uh, if you give him your contact information, I can send you a check. Welcome. Oh, that's good. Thank you. You're welcome. What uh, can we do for you this morning? Yeah, I have a question. Uh, I am a member from for Costco. And I need to buy a car. I would like to know if it is a good deal to buy a car through Costco. Great question. Earl, she's a uh, member of Costco, and uh, she wants to to know about purchasing a vehicle. Well, Patricia, you've got the best car buying arm, a third-party source available. Costco is by far the best way to go about buying a car with their uh, Costco auto buying program. And um, they contract with the dealers that qualify to be Costco car dealers. Uh, The qualification is that the the cars that they sell to Costco members has to be at a lower price than they sell that car to anybody else. So uh, Mm -hmm. if they comply with their contract as a Costco member, you simply get the lowest price that that dealer will sell that car for. Now... That doesn't say that you shouldn't maybe shop to other Costco dealer. Um, if you have a, if you're buying a Honda, you might want to go to another uh, Honda dealer that's also uh, Costco qualified, and his price could be better than the first Costco dealer. But you're never going to be taken advantage of 
when you buy through a Costco uh, member dealer if they adhere to the program. Now, the problem, that's a big if. Uh, you you want to be sure to do this. Go through Costco online. You go to your Costco auto buying program uh, website, and you, you go through their process. They will give you uh, the dealers in your zip code area that are approved. They will also give you the name of the Costco approved salespeople that are in that dealership. They're there on the program. They've been trained on the program. And they will tell you to always look at the Costco member price sheet. They have a price sheet that Costco inspects, and they say when they look at their prices of all the models of cars, they verify that that is the lowest price that they will sell that car to anyone for, lower than they do their regular customers. So if you get a Costco member, and you're talking to, let's say his name is Bill Jones, and he's on the Costco-approved salespeople, uh, you know he's qualified. And then you look at the Costco price sheet, you know that price has been approved by Costco. You've got yourself one low price, lower than you'll pay just about anywhere else. Oh, great. That's great news. Thank you so much. Thank you for the call. You're welcome. Remember that contact information. Thanks for helping uh, the ladies build a platform in this uh, auto industry. Uh, we're going to go to our next caller, and that is uh, Paul, and uh, he's calling from Lake Worth. Good after. Good morning, Paul. Welcome. Hi, Paul. You there? Okay, I think Paul uh, ran out of time. Give us a call back, Paul. Our number is 877-960-9960. You can text us at 772-497-6530. Now back to the recovering car dealer. There's a piece of information I picked up in the Wall Street Journal this week. And we've always advocated when you're financing your car that you check with your bank and check with your credit union uh, before you go through the dealership financing. We have a phone call, and that's more important, and we will get that back to the subject in just a second. Okay, thank you. Marty's calling us from West Palm Beach. Good afternoon. Good morning. I want it to be afternoon. <laughs> I'm rushing this day. Uh, good morning, Marty. Welcome. Good morning. How's everybody doing today? Great. Good. Good. That's a familiar voice. I just wanted to tell you, last uh, last week, a couple of days ago, I was driving down Lake Worth Road and drove by Brayman Honda, and I said, well, just for the heck of it, I want to see if they have any CR, new CRVs in the lot. Mm-hmm. And I stopped in there. I didn't talk to any salesman. I just looked around myself. They had about four or five CRVs sitting there, EXL models. The sticker on the model was $35,000. Then they had their addendum sticker. Everything on the addendum sticker plus their market adjustment added another $4,000 to the car. Yeah. And with with a lot of, so now it was up to $39,000. And what a lot of people don't realize, if even if you went in there and wanted it, they'd also have a dealer fee, which is not on the addendum sticker. Right. On the order itself, so you're probably talking five thousand dollars over sticker. Yeah, you're right. Whether or not those cars were promised to somebody else or not, I don't know. But it's to me, 
if you buy a car at that price and then the prices start coming down, you're going to be underwater in that car. I guess if you want to keep it for 10 years, exactly. you know, you're exactly. getting your money's worth. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even though you consider it a good price by today's standards because everybody else is marking up the cars, you said it very well, Marty. Uh, that, that doesn't make any difference a year from now when prices come down to uh, normal levels. You are going to have to hang on to that car another couple of years just to break even on equity. You're going to be upside down, as they say, for a year or two longer than you normally would. So you have to make yeah. that decision. Some people have to have a car, and they have to pay extra, and all we can say is that's just the way it is. But if you don't have to, don't do it. Wait a little bit, and uh, prices are coming down slowly. Too slowly, right. but coming well, down. One, uh, one other question I have, which I, you probably can't answer. I ordered a loaded-up Camry from you in March. Mm-hmm. It's now almost January tomorrow. Embarrassing, embarrassing. Yeah. That car, now it's it's loaded. I agree. It's not the basic Camry, mm-hmm. but every time I check, it's there's there's no real input on when it's being built or what's happening. That's so terrible. Am I going to get like a twenty five? <laughs> yeah, the, 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 a lot of people think when you order a car, I know you don't because we've explained it to you, Marty, but right. I'm saying this for the listening audience. When you order a car through a dealer from a manufacturer, <coughs> they don't build the car you ordered. They they build the car that is in greater demand. So they see a pool of thousands of orders and they only have so many plants and so many assembly lines, so they will find a car that is of that model that is uh, the most ordered, and they build that. And they don't get around to the other cars that don't have as many orders until they until they get around to it. I mean, you know, they they might never get around to it. Uh, right. If if you when you consider the permutation and combination of all the colors and equipments and options and accessories of all the different cars and models. Uh, there's thousands of them. So if you wanted to, you could order a car that was had such a weird color interior, exterior, and strange combination of equipment that they would literally never build that car. <laughs> so so I, I tell my customers, you know, I know you like purple. I know you like that. You, you, I know you want a green seat and a purple uh, uh, roof. Now, I'm making that up. I haven't had one say anybody right. say that. <laughs> but uh, theoretically, someone can say, this is what I want. And I would say, you know, you're the only person I've ever sold a car to that wanted that color. And I'll order it for you, but don't hold your breath because it'll take a long while before Toyota gets around to building that car. So... Try to order a car today that is, make some compromises in equipment and color, interior and exterior. And if you try to get something that's more readily uh, bought by more people, you'll get it a lot quicker. Yeah, see, I got spoiled because the car I got now was on the lot. Mm-hmm. And it had the uh, parking sensors. Mm-hmm. It has the rear automatic brake if somebody f- pulls them back you. Yeah. So I ordered all that again on this Camry. Mm-hmm. So the whole problem is they're probably never going to build that. <laughs> You're you know? probably right. So, yeah. <laughs> so right now I've got a shade under 36,000 miles, 
and if I have to, I'll just keep that car because when I bought it, Earl, you know I'm a, I'm I'm a, a hard person to sell to on price, and when I ordered it in March, my car was worth a lot more. My yeah. trading was worth yeah. a lot more than it is now. Yeah, used car prices are coming down. Yeah, so now I'm going to pay even more. Mm-hmm. So there's no sense for me because I don't need it to buy the car that doesn't have the equipment I want. Yeah. Oh, I hear you. I, uh, so I'll see what happens if it ever comes in. I'm planning on a 25. <laughs> well, I hope we surprise you, Marty, but I can't make any promises. Thanks for the call. I really appreciate it. All right. Thank have you, Marty. From all of us, we wish you a happy new year. Talk to you next year. Uh, we are going to go to, uh, I, I think Paul has called back. Um, I believe that uh, he called earlier. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Paul. Thanks for calling back. Welcome to the oh, show. Uh, uh, thank you. Yeah, uh, somehow my call dropped out. Uh, first of all, um, I brought my 14-year-old Lexus in to your dealership for its 30,000-mile service, of all things. <laughs> and I just want to say, first of all, I want to say thank you. Uh, your service advisor, Richard King, oh. uh, did an excellent job. The car was in and out within about two and a half hours, and the, and the price was fair. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, thank you, Paul. I appreciate thank that. Thank you. Thank you. And you took the time to call back. We appreciate that. Oh, yeah. Happy New well, Year, I, Paul. <laughs> I, I, do, I do have a question, though. Certainly. Now, there was an article in Automotive News a couple of weeks ago where Toyota was looking to increase its leasing portfolio to mm-hmm. so possibly improve the future inventory of used cars. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the way I see it in this marketplace, that might not be the worst option to go to. Now, in my case... Ten months ago, I ordered from you a new Toyota Corolla Cross that isn't here yet. Uh, I'm yet to test drive one. Uh, but what I'm noticing is the uh, Toyota corporate is advertising a lease price for an LE model only. I ordered an XLE. Mm-hmm. Now, aside from the $3,000 difference in MSRP, why wouldn't the lease price be similar or readily available to find for an XLE, nobody seems to give me that answer. They uh, the the lease prices when the, when the manufacturer comes up with a lease program, uh, it's it's to push that particular model. They prefer leasing. The manufacturer very much would rather the dealer lease the car than sell it. The dealers would much rather lease the car than sell it. Uh, the, the the one thing that the dealers and the manufacturers have in common on that subject is that you're about 50% more likely to lease or buy another car if you lease it because they have that contact and control. They know, first of all, they own the car and you're driving it. They know where you are. They know uh, that you're making this payment. They know when the lease will be up. So they, they've got a lot of control, and they find that lease buyers or lease lessees will either lease another car or buy another car about 50% more often than they, than they buy. So lease programs right, right. are a selfish and that's, thing. That's right, and, and that's exactly the case, but, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm in, that, in that group. Mm-hmm. However, uh, why can I not get an approximate lease price on, my X, on the XLE that I ordered um, so I have an idea what what it's going to cost. Well, uh, it, it would be that it would be approximate because anything can happen between now and the time the car comes in. The one of the biggest factors in the monthly lease payment is the residual value, 
And of course, the residual value is what that car is worth 36 months hence or how far down the road you lease the car. And when the car is not here, they, you, can't, you can't establish a residual value until the car is delivered. No, no, I, I, I totally understand that. Mm-hmm. But, for example, if the Toyota Corolla Cross LE model is being quoted at 259 a month with $3,600 down, uh, why can I not get a, at least a guesstimate of what the lease price will be on the XLE? Well, you can't get a definite price until the car is on the ground and and you're ready to take it. If they can't deliver the car, the lease car, they can't establish uh, the residual value. In fact, the the, the other factor in the in the uh, in the lease payment is the they call it the lease the lease factor, which is really the interest rate. Interest rates are going up now, and and and. They've gone up considerably in the past few months, and they're probably going to go up considerably more in the next few months. So if the lease rate goes higher and the residual goes lower, the monthly lease payment will get much higher. Right. I, and, uh, yeah, I, I, I understand that. Uh, I'm, I'm just, I was just curious why, why I couldn't get you know, a guesstimate based on today's number. I mean, you know, it's, uh, no one's asking for a guarantee. And my car should be here in about a month, mm-hmm. so I, I, you know, I'm, I think I'm close enough to get kind of a guess. You know, you, can, you there are other sources of leasing now. If t- if Toyota doesn't establish a lease rate, you can lease a car through other leasing companies. And if if you, uh, we can check with other leasing companies to see what they would say. But uh, uh, Toyota offers. Typically, they offer us a lease option on a car. Toyota Leasing Company, they offer the, the dealer uh, that option. Uh, and they make an exception, uh, usually, to move more cars of a particular model. They have a, uh, if, if they have a, a lease program on this car, they might not have a lease program on that car. So uh, if you want to uh, have us go to Wells Fargo or Bank America or somebody else to see what we can get in the way of a lease rate on the car, we can do that for you. Or you could do it yourself. Okay. Great. Thank you. Okay. Well, appreciate the call. Um, sorry for the aggravation, but we're, we're living in some strange times now. Nothing is normal anymore. No, I understand that. (laughs) Thank you, Paul. Happy New Year. You too. Give us a call toll-free at 877-960-9960. And uh, you can also text us at 772-497-6530. Don't forget your anonymousfeedback.com. We're going to stay with the phones where we have Frank from Jupiter Farms. Welcome, Frank. Well, good morning to you all. For the last day of this year, 2022, it's so nice to be able to hear you guys on the radio and say hi. Thank you. Um, I was in your area yesterday. I um, saw a dermatologist up the street from you, Dr. Cam and Esther, and it was about an hour I was in there, and they were removing stuff. And so I headed down south, and I said, I'll stop by Earl Stewart and get a cup of coffee. And it was so refreshing to see some cars on the lot that weren't used. Isn't uh, it? Was, yeah, it was very refreshing, and the coffee was good, too. But here's my question about my particular car. I have a 2012 Mercedes E350 um, gas model, of course. 
I drive the car for maybe 10 miles. I get out, and I smell gasoline. I go, I bet that's not good. And um, it's, it's not a real strong smell. It actually seems to come more from the driver's side of the car, not the gas tank that's on the right side. So I go, you know, I, I've seen this in the old years gone by, where if you put too much gas in your car and you don't drive too much and it's out in the sun, it'll start expanding, and it actually can bubble out through your gas cap. But this is with like a half tank of gas. This has been going on for a couple of weeks. So I guess the best thing I can bring it into your dealership and you guys can check it out. Yeah, what do you got any thought, theories on that, Rick? My first thing that I'd be looking for <clears throat> is an evap leak. Uh, one of the hoses that contains the, the evaporative emissions uh, for the charcoal canister. Um, I mean, we can take a look at it, but... Mercedes is going to have such a specific system that we really don't have anybody very experienced with Mercedes at our dealership. We could give you the best, you know, the best we can do, but we might be just kind of guessing at it. Um, <clears throat> again, I, I would suspect it's something to do with the emissions. Okay. No, that's, that's, that's uh, to be honest, I had kind of thought of that myself, but I said, you know, I don't know how to look at it. I mean, I was just sniffing around. and But um, you guys did do an alignment for me. One of the guys in your shop is good about European cars. Yeah, well, you, should, you, you, you should get it checked out right away. I don't, when you're smelling gasoline, you never know what's going to happen. So uh, you can bring it in to us. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll be able to give you a, maybe a, 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 a good idea, maybe refer you to somebody that will treat you right on uh, Mercedes dealerships are notoriously expensive. So mm. uh, we can find, uh, we could probably recommend a, uh, a uh, independent uh, company that does uh, foreign cars like Mercedes that will treat you right and fairly. Frank. Yeah, actually you're right. There's that shop down or down the street from me before near Broadway, mm. um, European auto. So I'll give them a holler. Yeah. Frank, okay. um, I, I want to thank you for calling and uh, we want to help you. And if you bring your car in, we can do just that, or at least attempt to. Uh, Frank, uh, thanks for being part of uh, 2022, and we look forward to, well, talking to you uh, many more times in 2023. Happy oh, New Year to I you go, and your family. Before I, before I, I'm sorry. Before I go, I got one corny joke. This one you will like, and you won't have to beat me off there. What do we call a bear that doesn't have teeth? I give up. Gummy bear. Uh. <laughs> well, thank you for Beat that. Beat him off the air. <laughs> Thanks for that, Frank. Oh. Take care, guys. Thank you. L little humor. Have a wonderful. <laughs> have a wonderful New Year's Eve, Frank. Thank you. Eight seven seven nine six zero ninety nine sixty, or you can text us at seven seven two four nine seven six five three zero. Remember, we have that mystery shop coming up, and you can vote on the mystery shop don't forget that weekend and week out 52 weeks as a matter of fact and you can text us your vote at 772-497-6530 we are going to go back to the recovering car dealer where well um, earl was attempting to talk about the uh, credit union uh was it the uh finance fee is that is that what it was okay yeah, the Wall Street Journal uh, reminded me to remind you that if you're financing a car, 
And if you're financing your car, you probably shouldn't go through the dealer. Uh, you probably should go through your own bank or credit union. Now, I had no idea that credit unions were actually getting lower interest rates now. Uh, it just sounds, um, you know, it surprised me. Uh, it's got to surprise you, too. And uh, uh, the spread between the bank rates and the credit union rates are getting wider. So definitely check with your credit union when you're thinking of financing a car. If you're not a member of a credit union, join a credit union. It's kind of like joining Costco. You can join a credit union for very little money. You don't have to have a job that has a credit union, the company furnishing the credit union. You can, you can be working anywhere, and you can join an independent credit union. The reason credit unions have lower interest rates than banks is they don't have to pay the taxes. Did you know that a credit union does not pay federal income tax? And a bank does. Now think of the cost advantage that gives the credit union. There are also other advantages that they have in the way they uh, handle the loans that they make, and they have a huge cost advantage. The banks hate credit unions. Or the banks have lobbyists in Congress trying to do something to make it fair. But the credit unions hang in there because they got some pretty strong lobbyists too. Um, according to the recent Wall Street Journal article, this is like two days ago, uh, the average interest rate now uh, for used cars financing is 5.94% compared to banks, 8.36. Now, that's the average. Uh, if you read this article, you will see some incredibly low rates that have been given. There's a new car, 2.99% on an 84-month loan for a credit union, a Carolina Cooperative Federal Credit Union. So look around, find a credit union that you can join for a reasonable fee, and get a quote from them before you finance your car. And if you don't, if you don't use a credit union, definitely use your bank. But when you go through the car dealership, uh, you're going to be paying a premium. The one exception, and I have to say this, banks um, or manufacturers sometimes offer what they call subvented rates, special low rates for their dealers to the customers that buy the cars. They're not doing that now so much, uh, and so you really don't have that situation. But Normally, when you finance with a dealer, the dealer is buying the money from the bank, and they're marking the money up and selling it to you in, in, you know, in just general terms. So they might charge you 3% more than they paid for the, for the rate from the bank. You can go directly to the bank and buy it for 3% less. Why give them that 3% markup? And now you have the third alternative is a credit union. Check with a credit union before you finance your car. You know, Earl, um, that was an amazing article that you pointed out to me this week. And I always knew that the credit union was the better place to go. It was the place to go. But now, with this information, I really hope that everybody was listening right now. You can go to Earl on Cars, I believe, and you can read this article. Or you can pull it up, uh, Wall Street Journal. I'm not sure which day um, I read that. Uh, but uh, I'll tell you what. Um, the uh, credit union is definitely, well, they're they're div definitely uh, the the lenders out there are running scared because uh, they're really on it for the consumer, and uh, credit union I can't say anymore. Eight seven seven nine six zero ninety nine sixty, and you can text us at seven seven two 
497-6530. You know, one of the people that I want to mention um, that had an impact on our show in 2022 uh, was uh, Lorg. And I'm not sure if all of you out there remember who she was, uh, but she filed a, she came to us and uh, talked and we discussed um, uh, her, well, unfair uh, treatment at Ed Moore's Cadillac. And uh, what Lorik did was she filed um, a um, she, she filed a case against uh, Ed Morse, and she went to the attorney general, and uh, they heard her voice definitely. <laughs> I couldn't explain it any better. They heard her voice. They recognized that there was a problem here, and uh, she won the case. And therefore, we're we're really thankful. Uh, she 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 had a complaint with uh, Ashley Moody, the attorney general, and she really made an impact on all of the callers that uh, have been mistreated, you know, this uh, for many years, and uh, gave them hope that they too can go to the attorney general and file a complaint. Thank you, Lorg, and uh, we're going to go back to the recovering car dealer that certainly has made a huge impact on all the years that we have been on the air. His uh, knowledge is uh, incredible, and uh, his advice, incredible. He is incredible. Now back to the recovering car dealer. Well, we've had a lot of comments today, phone calls, talking about the uh, price of new cars, and uh, I'm always asked, when will car prices come down? I, I hesitate to say anything because I've been predicting that they would come down now for the past two years, and I've been off. They haven't. They haven't been coming in. Now they are starting to come down a little bit. Uh, Toyota, um, in automotive news, the current this weekly automotive news, um, Toyota had the largest production year, um, a month in November that they've ever had. Now that's that's saying something. So uh, a lot of that's playing catch up, but that's really good news. So hopefully for you Toyota dealers out there, including us. Uh, the fact that Toyota just had their record November uh, production month is very good news for you car buyers out there. So waiting is not such a bad thing. If you waited this long, now you might be able to find prices coming down even sooner. Uh, used car prices are coming down steadily, especially for Tesla. It's very interesting. Tesla has been the hero. Tesla prices have been very high on new and used cars. Now... Tesla's actually, uh, the used car prices are down 17% recently on Tesla. New car prices, they're actually cutting prices on new Teslas now. So uh, Tesla uh, is a huge player, and they're the number one selling luxury car, hard to believe, but they are. And they're, they have 30% more Teslas on the road in 2022 uh, than last year. So they are growing f rapidly, and their prices are coming down. So there is good news on the horizon. You folks have been waiting and waiting. Uh, there is hope. And I, I would wait a little longer if I were you, unless you have to buy a car. So uh, if you got a used car, then that's a different story. We had uh, Marty called earlier, and uh, he's ordered a car a long time ago from my dealership. And he's waited since March, and he hasn't been able to get that specific car. He ordered, and he admits, an unusual equipped car. And it's taking a long, long time. 
the, this is expected to happen. But his problem is his used car is coming down in value, so his trade-in is dropping. So here he is. Maybe he's getting the better price on the new car when it comes in. He probably will. But will it offset the loss that he's had in the depreciation of his trade-in? So it's, it's tough out there, folks. I, I, I really empathize with you car buyers. You're caught between a rock and a hard place. And I feel so guilty when I, I don't promise you, but I suggest things are going to get better. But I have to tell you what I believe. I believe things will get better. And you if know. I'm still saying the same thing six months from now, shame yeah. on me. But I'm trying my best. Yeah, but uh, to uh, your point here, uh, Tesla is definitely making it more affordable and uh, more available if that's possible. But the more affordable for you to drive an electric uh, vehicle, you can get a whole lot of information from Consumer Report uh, or you can go to uh, many more sites uh, on your PC. We have some calls that are backed up here, and uh, we thank uh, Dick and Charles and Bob. Uh, we'll get to you one at a time. First, let's go to Dick Pace, and uh, he's calling from, I believe, the uh, Tailwinds Airport. Good morning, Dick, and welcome. Uh, good morning. How y'all doing? We're great. Uh, happy New Year. Definitely. Happy New Year. Yeah, I'm calling in. A uh, girl mentioned a couple Saturdays ago we want to talk to somebody about Tesla self-driving, and I'm a Tesla owner, and I've called in before to talk to you about it and um, uh, give you my opinion about the uh, the, the self-driving thing. Uh, you, you tried it, and uh, my opinion is uh, it's a little bit too aggressive. Uh, it needs to be calmed down some. It takes too long to stop, and uh, it's uh, whatever. On a straight road, it's beautiful and all that. I, I use it a lot. But uh, anyhow, that's my thoughts. I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I you you broke up. I wasn't able to hear what what specifically is your question. Oh, it wasn't a question. I he, was calling in to you a couple of Saturdays ago. You wanted to talk to somebody he, about Tesla who had driven the full self driving electric. And I'm a Model S owner. Oh, as far as the autonomous, autonomous yeah, driving. Autonomous. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, it's uh, it, it's a. A great experience. It's an overall a positive experience, and uh, the the it is definitely not perfected. With that said, so I would, if if you enjoy technology and you enjoy, and I I use the word thrill on purpose. It is a thrill to drive a car that is actually driving itself, and you're sitting in the driver's seat with I, your hand I, on the I just steering wheel. You wanted to talk to somebody else that had driven it, and I have a model. I'm up to forty thousand miles on my Model S. Uh, thirty. How many miles? And uh, forty thousand. Yeah, and uh, I used it. Uh, you know, uh, so uh, I just you wanted you indicated you like to talk to somebody else who tried to full self driving. My my opinion is about like yours. It's a, a heck of a heck of a ride, but it's a little too aggressive right now, and uh, you have to watch it when you're using it. Yeah, so Dick, what you're saying is you're giving your opinion of uh, uh, being behind the uh, wheel or the yoke of, right. uh, of your yeah. Tesla and uh, how you feel about autonomous driving. And right now for you, it really hasn't, uh, well, it uh, hasn't had an impact on the other drivers around you, which leaves you in a dangerous situation. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. Yeah, I just wanted to agree with you. We talked about it a couple Saturdays ago. Yeah, definitely uh, a couple of weeks ago. In my opinion, uh, I I, have, uh, I really I love the car, 
Best yeah. car I ever bought. I'm 85 years old. I've bought a lot of cars. Well, uh, uh, we love the Tesla also. And and, uh, uh, so. and I drive it, and Earl drives it, uh, but it is, uh, I agree with you to a certain degree about the uh, safety of it right now, being out on the um, these uh, roads that are really a high traffic. It's just a better time to take it out on the open road where there's, uh, you know, less traffic. Earl, what do you have to say? Yeah. Well, I'm not... I was I was actually more positive about the autonomous concept until we actually got the autonomous software clicked in on our car, and after driving it, I think that uh, I, I think that Elon Musk and Tesla were over the overstating the state of advancement of autonomous. Uh, the, as, as Nancy said, what what he's not talking about is the effect of the other drivers on the road. The cars today uh, that are being put out with the beta, with the test program on, on, on autonomous self-driving are, uh, they're, they're not conducive to being driven on the road with other drivers, especially in high traffic situations. And the, the, uh, the autonomous car is designed now by Tesla to be extremely careful and when you're extremely careful you can go beyond uh, what would be normal behavior on the highway when you do that you create problems for other drivers and the biggest problem I talked about this a couple of weeks ago is that when you when when a Tesla a totally autonomous Tesla comes upon a caution light the car will sometimes stop and it'll stop right in the middle of the road with cars behind you this is totally disturbing to me and to the other driver <laughs> and to people around us. So autonomy is not ready to go public now, especially in heavy traffic situations. So um, I, uh, I just I support your opinion. I, I agree with that. I'm a, a retired engineer, so I know the car. I'm a techie. Um, so that's, you know, I want to paint the other thing. I wanted to had a couple of experiences recently with the Tesla service, and it's been great. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it's whether you use crew for you or not. I had a case where the mice got into my air suspension yeah. cabling and ate the insulation, and yeah. and they've taken care of it. The communications is better; they get better all the time. Yes, I definitely agree. Uh, uh, we can't thank you enough for your call and uh, share your opinion. One more, one, can I ask one more question? Sure. Uh, okay, we have some calls backed up, so we'll have to make it brief. Okay, it, it probably won't be brief. I'll call again. <laughs> Thank you so much from uh, Tailwinds Airport. Give us a call again, Dick. Uh, we're going to go to Charles, and he's calling from North Palm Beach. Good morning, Charles. Uh, good morning, all. Let me get right to the point. I know you're running out of time. Last week, Earl touched on the issue of holdbacks, and I was astounded to hear that those can average around four thousand dollars yes um it seems to me this would be almost like a chapter in your new book which i'm anxiously looking forward to but uh can you spend a little bit more time talking about that was it really four thousand dollars on average yeah it's true it's it's how uh, does that work it's i think and i hope there's some lawyers listening out there because i consider it price fixing i think that uh it's a silent 
conspiracy between the dealers and the manufacturers. Unspoken, maybe, but if I were uh, an attorney and every manufacturer does the same thing, an invoice is, you go to Webster's Dictionary and you look up invoice, and what's it say? It says the cost of a product. Now, an invoice on a car is not the cost of the product. Right away, I'll use a legal term, prima facie evidence to defraud. Why would why would the manufacturer and the car dealer join together to tell you, the buyer, that this is the invoice that the car dealer paid when he bought the car from the manufacturer when it's not? Why would they not re- reveal the fact that there's on the average $4,000 extra profit baked in that you don't know about? So it's... Uh, it's one of these uh, things that exist, and I guess everybody else says, well, it's always been that way. And it has been that way uh, for a, since <coughs> I've been a dealer. I've been a dealer since 1968, and we had holdbacks then. The, one, the only difference in holdback is it's growing. It's growing faster than hidden fees. I mean, hidden fees have gone from, you know, maybe a few dollars to, to $1,000, whereas... The uh, holdbacks have gone from a few dollars to four, five, six thousand dollars. Wow! So, I mean, lawyer, I wish a lawyer would call the show. What am I missing here? How is that not uh, price fixing? Well, I was always scratching my head thinking about the fact that we <laughs> offer X number of dollars below invoice. Yeah. And I thought to myself, well, that seems like a good way to become a bankrupt business. Yeah. Yeah, the dealers, uh, I, I, there are a lot of dealers that used to do this. They would say, uh, I'm selling my cars at cost. I'm going to put the factory invoice on the window right next to the Monroney label. So they would, put the, they would actually put the dealer invoice next to the Monroney label, and they would gladly sell you the car at the invoice because they're making $4,000 when they sell you the car. Most cars are sold below invoice. I mean, that's not now. Uh, but before COVID, before this whole crazy microchip shortage thing happened. But for, for all these years, up until the past two and a half, three years, uh, most cars are sold below invoice because <laughs> it's still a good price. It's still a good profit to the dealer. Well, one, one final quick question, and that is when I go by a place that's selling RVs, um, it looks like they have hundreds of RVs that are ready to be sold and I'm wondering if there's any parallel with your business and RV sellers. Do they seem to have an extra, I don't know, access to chips and all of the other stuff that's supposedly driving up these costs? Why are so many RVs for sale? I, you know, honestly, I, I don't know. I mean, that's just not in my expertise. I, but I see ads like you do. Uh, I just don't think that the that the uh, s- supply-demand thing has... Uh, has changed that much. I think the uh, uh, RVs are a very small uh, percentage of the total market when you look at motor vehicles. But I, I can't give you a good answer. I'm sorry. Okay. Thanks a lot. Take care in 23. And Rick, uh, go home and do something about that. Yeah. Yeah. He's, wor- <laughs> he's working, working on it. it. Yeah. <laughs> he's I'm sitting, working on it. I'm sitting next to him. I want him to go home right now. <laughs> Hey Charles, thank you uh, for your call. And uh, gosh, what a what a sensitive subject. And uh, we, you know, we we talked about it again, and I'm sure we'll be talking about it much more 
in 2023. Uh, the uh, auto industry has just taken advantage of the fact that we're we were in a COVID, uh, you, you know, pandemic, and any chance that they have to take advantage of the consumer, they do so. And thank you. We're all working on this together to eliminate all of this. Happy New Year. Uh, thank you. Same to you. Make sure you include it in your new book. Absolutely. I'll make a note right now for Earl. Thank you. 877. Well, actually, I'm not going to give out that number. What I'm going to say is that uh, before we get to the mystery shopping report, you know, I can't end the show uh, without talking about Jeff. And if you don't know who I'm talking about, um, I'm talking about the investigative reporter, uh, Jeff Weinseer, and uh, what he did uh, to uh, step up and uh, go forth and tell uh, everyone about uh, these car dealers and the truth about South Florida car dealers. I can't put it any better. Thank you, Jeff. And we continue to all work together in the right direction. We're going to go to the Mystery Shopping Report. And uh, it is from uh, Mystery Shop of Southern 441 Nissan. Please sit down for this one. Again, you can vote. So vote at 772-497-6530. That's 772-497-6530. Well, Nancy said this is Southern 441 Nissan in West Palm Beach. And uh, that's a Terry Taylor store, by the way. You'll hear us mention his name frequently because Terry Taylor is the largest private owner of car dealerships in the world, I guess. There's public companies like, like uh, the Penske Auto Group and Sonic and AutoNation. And they're publicly traded on the stock exchange. And those are large groups of dealerships, too. But in this case here, this is a privately owned a Terry Taylor, an individual. And he owns pretty close to 200 dealerships, I think. And uh, he owns Southern 441 Nissan. You don't know that it's owned by Terry Taylor because he keeps the name of the dealership typically that he buys. And... Uh, uh, he, he seems to have quite. He started in Florida, in Miami, a long time ago, with a Mazda dealership. Then he's he's acquired a huge number of dealerships. Again, I'm going to uh, read this report as if I were the mystery shop shopper we call or Agent Lightning, and I'll speak in the first person. I pulled into the dealership mid-morning, parked. I walked around for about 10 minutes observing window washers clean the front of the showroom and hoping to attract the attention of a salesperson. No one came out, so I went inside. Nearly ran into a small group of men who were congregated on the other side of the glass doors. No one said anything for a moment. Then one of the men said, can I help you with something? I replied that I was just outside and I wanted to see that black 2023 Nissan Rogue parked right near the front. I asked if it was available. The man said all the cars on the lot are available and told me to follow him. He didn't say his name, but according to the tag on the shirt, it was Julio. I followed him inside, or perhaps Julio. We walked up to the car. The MSRP was $32,650. There was also an addendum added the MSRP was um, $1,973 for an appearance package, popular term they use, almost $2,000 to improve the appearance. 
That included door edge guards, window tent, leather guard, and the famous $4,995 market adjustment. Now we're looking at nearly, well, $6,968. Can we call that $7,000? $7,000 over MSRP. Julio questioned my choice, asking if I was sure I needed an all-wheel drive model. I said I was quite sure I needed an all-wheel drive. He replied by telling me that uh, this one had a new smaller engine, only one and a half liters, but it was quicker than the old model. He also said it got great mileage. Julio got the keys. We took a short, quiet test drive, then returned to the dealership. I waited until we were seated at his desk before I hit him with the addendum stuff. I asked him about the extra equipment and the $5,000 market adjustment. Julio said, all cars are MSRP plus, 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 but we're here to sell cars and we'll work with you. Now, before I go any further the report, if you're, if you're in this area in South Florida, uh, this car dealership advertises on television. That's uh, the uh, Nissan Southern, the Royal Palm Nissan, Southern 441 Nissan. They go by both names. And this particular car dealer is advertising now for the past several weeks that he sells below MSRP. That's the TV ad. And if you've seen the ad, he has his two, his two uh, sons there. They're like twins, adorable little guys. They're about eight or nine years old, and they, they do the TV ad with their father. And uh, he says that they sell cars below MSRP. Now, so far, all we've seen is $7,000 over MSRP, so keep that picture of the TV ad in mind as if you're Agent Lightning and you're talking to these salespeople. I continue with the report. I asked him about his advertisement that claimed they were selling cars below MSRP. He replied, well, that's hard to do, and it's based on credit. Now, I, I had to scratch my head and read that about six times. Based on credit, I, I, you know, the price is the price, right? Credit is when you finance the car. And if the price is high, you finance more. If the price is low, you finance less. But the credit is the financing, and that's all there is to it. Why would the price be based on credit? I don't know. I, as a matter of fact, it's illegal to base price on credit. It's a federal uh, violation if you raise price to someone <coughs> that has bad credit and lower the price to someone that has good credit. You can't do that. That's illegal. But anyway, that's what Julio said. Uh, Julio asked me for my driver's license and personal information. Then he wanted to know if I planned to finance or pay cash. Uh, I gave him the standard answer, probably cash. Interest rates are too high. Julio excused himself, said he'd be right back with my price. He returned shortly with his sales manager, Charlie. Charlie shook my hand and sat down and presented a worksheet for me. The top line labeled market value selling price was MSRP 32650 Then he added <coughs> $1,973 for the appearance package. Under that, the line was labeled TV ad. He spelled it wrong, A-D-D. <laughs> uh, TV ad under MSRP, and he took off $979. Now, I don't get that. 
the TV ad said they were selling the cars below MSRP. They didn't say anything that they were adjusting the MSRP and then raising the price <laughs> that they sold it for. So I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm totally confused. I'm sure that any buyer would be uh, if they saw the TV ad. Uh, then he added $285 in taxable fees. Uh, we all know what a taxable fee is. It's dealer profit. And then he added $999 dock fee. That's also a taxable fee, but they decided to call that one uh, dock fee. And a suspiciously high $781 for non-tax fees on that. It's supposed to be for tax and tag, but 781 sounds awfully high. We didn't do the ra- math on that, but it is too high. The real price, including the under MSRP discount, <coughs> was $34,927, which is $2,277 no, $2, over MSRP. Okay, now we're not under MSRP. We're over, right? I raised the issue of the add-ons and the fees. Charlie told me they sell all of their cars with it and went on to try to sell me on the benefits of leather guard. <laughs> Besides, he said, it's already been installed. It can't be taken off. Don't you love that? Already been installed. I pointed out, if it's already been installed, then put it in the price you advertise and put it in the TV ad. If it's already been installed, don't advertise a price and then sneakily add a lot of stuff you say can't be taken off. I pointed out that the miles on the worksheet read four miles, but the odometer was over 90 miles. Charlie laughed. He thought that was really funny and asked me if that was going to cost him. <laughs> Not going to cost him. It's going to cost me. I'm, I'm buying the car. So Charlie asked me if we had a deal. <laughs> right, yeah, we got a deal. I said not quite and told him he needs to take off the appearance package. Charlie replied, done. <laughs> I mean, this is really old school stuff. I mean, he dropped, what was the appearance? He dropped thousands of dollars in one quick wink. Done. Off. Okay. Now do we have a deal? Uh, this is like, you, did you see the old movie Used Cars? I mean, that goes back 30 years. What a classic. This sounds like the classic old used car. I mean, I haven't heard a salesman talk like that since I watched that movie Used Cars. I replied that I would need something in writing I could show my spouse before I agreed to anything. Now, you got to sit down for this one. Sit down for this one. I can show, I'll repeat this. I replied that I need something in writing I could show my spouse before I agreed to anything. Charlie remarked, well, you're the one here. Why can't you make the decision yourself? I mean, talk about an abusive offensive statement to me, a female. I'm speaking as if I were Agent Lightning, a female. I came right back at him and said, would you spend $40,000 without informing your wife? Charlie answered, yes, I would. Now we've got an argument going on between a customer and the salesman. That's a great way to sell a car. You're making snide remarks at each other, and I'm a mystery shopper, and I'm having a, an argument with a salesman. And you know, if I were a real customer, would I be buying a car? No. You don't the answer. <clears throat> then he says, here, well, he says, here comes the final comeback. He says, then you must not be married. 
I mean, anybody at that point would flee. They would run. They wouldn't walk out of that dealership. But Agent Lightning held her ground and stayed there. Charlie said he was married, so I challenged him to call his wife so we could see how she would feel about our hypothetical situation. I said I was I, I said I was calling BS. Uh, Charlie said he couldn't because his wife only spoke Spanish. I, I suggested Julio could translate. He spoke with a Spanish accent. Okay, this is the silliest thing I've ever seen in a uh, in a mystery shopping report. But I'm reading to you exactly what happened. In that moment, I stood up. I said I had enough. This wasn't going anywhere. Charlie dropped the combative expression, too a little too late in my opinion, and told me not to go. No, no, please, please don't go. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. He said today was basically the last day of the year, and he really wanted to sell me a car. He asked me to let him go talk to his sales manager. I said, wait, I thought you were the sales manager. He said he he was the sales manager. Uh, Charlie says, I am, but uh, there are three of us. And we all have to agree. <laughs> it's a jury. I'm going to the jury, and we have to get a verdict as to whether we'll sell you the car at this price. I'm not making this stuff up, folks. This really happened. You have two minutes or I'm leaving. He was awake for about 45 seconds with a new worksheet. He took $1,773 of the $1,973 appearance package off. That was it. Charlie asked if I was ready to move forward. <coughs> They go into finance. I said, I still need to talk with my husband and reach for the worksheet. Charlie gave it to Julio and said, hold on to this. <laughs> no way they're going to let me have that worksheet. I was incredulous and asked why I couldn't show my husband. Julio held on to the worksheet. I couldn't even take a picture of it. I told him how ridiculous I thought they were and left. So. I wouldn't believe you if you didn't believe me. I, I, I don't believe this. I'm going to hold this up. Uh, this is the advertisement which says, who says you can't sell under MSRP from the TV screen? So that's, that's, that's what we, we, we went on, on that premise because we couldn't believe there was actually a Nissan dealer in West Palm Beach advertising that they were selling a Nissans below MSRP. And we were right. There isn't a Nissan dealer that's selling cars below MSRP. They're just advertising that. And, of course, why isn't someone doing something about that? You knew what I was going to say next. You knew I was going to use the word Ashley Moody. And Ashley Moody, uh, why is she allowing this to happen? She's got the, uh, uh, the video clips. She can get right off the Internet and find out that this dealer, Southern 441 Nissan, Royal Palm Nissan, uh, in West Palm Beach, is advertising they're selling new cars below MSRP, and they're not even coming close. So you can't advertise something that's not true. It's violation of the uh, Unfair Deceptive Trade Practices Act. You can't do that. It's illegal. Ashley Moody, do something about it. So here we are, we're getting uh, up to voting time, and we have to decide whether uh, we grade that an A, B, C, D, or F. If it's an A, B, C, or D, it goes on our recommended list with the grade, with the grade. So on the recommended list, you can see the A's and the B's and the C's and the D's. 
If it's an F, it goes on the do not buy list. So uh, F means that's it. We recommend you don't buy from this dealer. So we'll wait for the votes to come in. We'll find out what the votes are, and we'll let you know, and please do vote. Absolutely. It's 772-497-6530. And uh, for all of you who know me out there, the old-timers that have been listening, uh, did you notice how quiet I was? Didn't make a comment. Anyway, let's get the votes in. Well, I've got Sue Fogelman with an F. Oh, thank <clears> you, <throat> Sue. Joseph Kelleher, F. Wayne Vite, Liars, Want someone to read that for you? I mean... Uh, I'll let you read the, the text messages okay. when they're coming in. Okay. Um, Scott Hunter with an F. Uh, Tom Steckel, give them a big D minus. Addendum is worthless. Bogus taxable fees. Outrageous dealer fees. And overstated tag fees. Mr. Haney from Green Acres runs this dealership. Uh, John Strime, F. Rocky Blockateel, F is for false advertising. Mark Smith with an F. Tim Gilliland, too many red flags, run, do not walk away. Arguing with customers is no way to sell cars. Ginormous F. Brian Sidlatko, too many fees and false advertisement, give them an F. Igor, F minus. <clears throat> okay, let's see here. Jonathan in Wellington, 7,000 over MSRP. 441's a long road full of respectable dealerships. Keep driving. This one's an F. Tom, strong. Oh, okay, we already got that. His in. That's a D from Tom. Agent Sprinkle here. F for fake TV ad fees and foolish conversation. Bob, would have been a D, but the F for Southern 441 has already been installed. <laughs> that's a good one. Mark, uh, Mark in Palm Beach Gardens, FFF, and Anne-Marie, totally disgusting performance by a car salesman. F is too good for him and that dealership rating. And for me, I'm saying an F. I mean, they just, when you start arguing with the customer and you lie, say, I'm the sales manager, but obviously you're not. Eh, nah, too many games. Stay away from there. Absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, <clears throat> would you like to put your vote in, Earl? F. Okay. Uh, and uh, Rick voted, and it's my turn. And I've kept quiet, but it is my turn. And, uh, you know, I'm simply appalled in this 21st century that there would be such a, a superior attitude, uh, the demeaning behavior, the condescending um, uh, I just don't know, you know, how to how to put this in in one word. And uh, my goodness gracious, uh, what an embarrassment! I have no vote. I have no vote. I couldn't. I don't even want to be part of that. What I want to do is take a shower. Thank you. Well, this, this might be the lowest vote of all time. So. Uh, We'll put this, I'm sure you're going on the do not buy list. And uh, if anyone from Royal Palm Nissan, Southern 441 Nissan is listening, uh, we'll be back. I mean, we're going to give you a chance to redeem yourselves. But 
whoever the salesperson was uh, shouldn't be working there, in my opinion. And maybe you've got some good salesmen. Oh. And, uh, but the advertisement is totally deceptive, and uh, Narrow you're, you're going to get in trouble unless you change it. <laughs> Narrowing down to one person? Uh-uh, I don't. It's the whole dealership. Uh, I have to say thank you, thank you to our Agent Lightning, Agent Sprinkles, Agent Lightning. What a job you have done this past year. Uh, you never cease to amaze us. Thank you for everything Agent Lightning, your expertise, and standing up to these guys. Boy, you did a hell of a job. I'm proud of you. Stay tuned next week. We will be right back here next year, 2023. Happy New Year, everyone, and God bless.